When I say Barack Hussein Obama is the president of the United States, meaning there's a lot of control there because the one guy can't put two sentences together. But when I say that Obama is the president of our country, blah, 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 they go, he doesn't know that's Biden. He doesn't know. So it's very hard to be sarcastic. Uh, president Trump yesterday in South Carolina. He's uh, what my mother used to call a pot stirrer, one who stirs the pot. That's President Trump. And boy, I've got a lot of news for you today. George Soros is one of the most corrupt people on earth, and he's a Democrat, a billionaire who plundered treasuries around the world to become filthy rich so he could abuse the hell out of the economic power that he had secured. And you see his son, Alex Soros, who is taking over the Soros empire, is now, I'll just say, dating. Humma Wiener. Humma Wiener, the ex-wife of disgraced former Democrat congressman and White House staffer, Antony Wiener, you know, with the uh, um, sexual, he's a sexual predator, an online child sex predator. That's uh, Anthony Wiener, which is fine when you're a Democrat, but it didn't uh, help his marriage to Antony, uh, to to, uh, Humma Wiener, rather. Antony Wiener and Humma Wiener. Um, But since we're talking about the Soros family and who's doing who, you know, they're they're the Soros people. Their goal is to do the whole country, the United States of America. And I won't get into the explicit details, but I think you know what I'm talking about. And uh, I've got big news on that today that I want to share with you. But before I do, I want to remind you of a story that I talked about the time in 2022. The Daily Signal, the great Daily Signal from the Heritage Foundation, they had the story July 21st of 2022, George Soros and the leftists takeover of 18 Spanish language radio stations. And my friend Luis Quinones, who is a great American, uh, an immigrant to the United States from Guatemala, served in the Marine Corps and the Navy, became a fighter pilot, came here as a teenager, uh, became a great American, worked for President Trump, big Trump supporter. My friend Luis Quinones was sounding the alarm about this two years ago in 2022 when the left was buying up these Spanish language stations because propaganda is key, and they recognize that. Information dominance, like an invading army, takes over the radio stations and the TV stations in an invaded country. The left has been methodically and systematically taking over the media in the United States of America because the military concept of information dominance is key to their corrupting our entire culture and our system. They're, uh, they're very effective at that. Now, the Daily Signal, writing in 2022, uh, it was Virginia Allen writing there at the Daily Signal. A group associated with far-left billionaire George Soros is taking over 18 Spanish-language radio stations, including the iconic conservative talk station Radio Mambi. It's a stab in the heart of the community, said Lourdes Ubieta, a former host at Radio Mambi. Radio Mambi gained its reputation as as the station that serves the Cuban exile community, Umbieta said, because it spoke openly about the harms of socialism and communism. 
But you see, Soros and the leftists take over these radio stations in order to kill any pro-American, anti-communist outlet on the airwaves and to replace it with commie stooges, with left-wing stooges, you know, Democrats. So Radio Mambi, is, uh, that was key uh, to their takeover. And 18 Spanish-language stations in major markets, of course, because they want to control and the Latino market, Latino vote, when you boil it down, is what it's all about, and they need to own the propaganda. So they have these filthy, corrupt, anti-American billionaires who have their criminal fortunes. You know, the left used to say that, uh, what is it, Um, uh, behind every fortune, there's a crime. This is what the left likes to say because they're communists and they want to steal everybody's money. You become successful, they come in with guns and steal it all from you, just like the Venezuelan gangs that are running loose all over Joe Biden's America. Amazing stuff. But behind every fortune, there's a crime, the left would say. And behind every great fortune, there's a great crime. And that's certainly true of George Soros. He didn't make anything. He just destroyed. He's a leftist. And now he's here to wreck the United States of America. And it's amazing he's still alive. He's probably paying Satan. But, and he has this crooked son who's a freak show. And now his crooked son is dating... I'm making quotation marks with my fingers, hum a wiener of the of the Clinton inner circle. You know, it was Hillary Clinton that that married up um, Anthony Weiner and Humma Weiner. I think her name is Humma Abedin. But then she married Anthony Weiner, so she became Humma Weiner, which is, you know, her real name. And uh, and I want to uh, share this with you because there is a new story today. Now I was sharing with you the 2022 radical left-wing conglomerate Soros taking over. These are the people that put in the pro-crime prosecutors in big cities in order to get more black people murdered, which is not their stated goal, but it's certainly the net effect of everything that they do. And uh, I said even yesterday, I think they invest in coffin makers and arms manufacturers and ammunition manufacturers, and then they change the laws and they get rich off all the murders. There must be somewhere they're profiting from this. But let me get to uh, today's update on this. Because they were targeting the Spanish language stations in key markets in order to control propaganda and to kill free speech in America, to murder America is their long-term goal. Now, today, the New York Post headline, George Soros Fund poised to take control of nation's second largest chain of radio stations. And then in quotation marks, this is scary. The New York Post today. George Soros is poised to take a massive stake in the nation's second largest radio company, which owns more than 220 stations nationwide, according to court filings uh, and sources close to the situation. The left-leaning billionaire, that's quite generous, He's a radical left-wing extremist and an anti-American fanatic. The left-leaning billionaire Soros Fund Management has bought up $400 million of debt in Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y, of Odyssey, the number two U.S. radio broadcaster behind iHeartMedia, with stations including New York's WFAN and 1010 Winds, as well as Los Angeles-based KROQ, 
That could either be K-Rock or Croc. That could be Croc. Now that Soros will own it, it's going to go from K-Rock to Croc, according to bankruptcy filings. One insider close to the situation, noting that he was a Republican, said he believes it was possible Soros was buying the stake to exert influence on public opinion in the months leading up to the 2024 presidential election, you think? This is scary, the source said. Again, he claimed he's a Republican. He's talking to them. says Soros is buying up. This is about buying up information. It's about buying power. It's about buying information dominance. It's about controlling the message. It is, it is what Benito Mussolini described as fascism, a merger of state and corporate power. See, the corporate power Soros is buying up is information-based. Of course, they, they've already got uh, ABC News in the bag and George Snuffleupagus and NPR, taxpayer-funded National Panhandler Radio. National Panhandler Radio is one of their primary propaganda outlets. It reaches ev- and every hamlet in America. And the taxpayers fund it. And the Republicans are too stupid to kill funding for the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Oh, no, they're going to kill Kermit the Frog. I'd bring Kermit the Frog out and club it to death in front of the Capitol and uh, explain that it's about taxpayer funding of the Democrat Party's propaganda network. But the Republicans don't have the, uh, well, whatever it takes to, to get that done. So sources told the New York Post that Soros's stake is equal to about 40% of the company's senior debt, a massive chunk which although not a majority, could yield effective control of the media giant when it emerges from bankruptcy. So this is, again, this is um, radical left-wing agents of the Democrat Party buying information dominance in the United States of America in order to buy political power. Uh, and, And you know how they say, oh, we want big money out of politics. That's one of the biggest lies that they tell, that and that they like people or children, because they don't. Uh, but this is, this is about buying raw power. And Soros is an evil character in the American political arena. And now his son, uh, puny pipsqueak Alex the billionaire Soros, is boinking Hama Wiener of the Antony Wiener, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton inner circle. And it's all a circle fest in a hot tub. Soros does not deserve that. He is an American and a patriot. And he also comes from a minority community, one might say. Sheila Jackson Lee loves George Soros because he's a, uh, you know, a billionaire shill for the Democrat Party. And and he does their bidding for them. And they lie when they say they don't want money in politics. They want their money in politics. That's what they want. Amazing stuff. Now, let me get into some uh, other stories, some Biden stories. That was a Biden story, too. It's about the Democrat Party's propaganda apparatus and information dominance, which, again, is a military construct, uh, an intelligence construct. This is, this is what an invading army would do if the Chinese communists invaded the United States and took over. They would, they would pull the plug on radio stations and put their own people in. They would do the same to television, and the left has done that. The Democrat Party, the left, has done that very effectively in the United States. You know, they pay Rachel Maddow $30 million a year for one hour a week. Isn't that right? One hour, one show, one day a week. Then they have her come in and do a little 
you know, like give her um, misguided, ignorant opinion on a couple of other things. But that's what uh, she does. Now, let's get back to the communists and Joe Biden and the Democrats. Vlad the Impaler Putin, a former KGB colonel, a killer, a murderer, a criminal. He, um, he says he prefers Joe Biden to Donald Trump. The Reuters news agency has the story, quote, more predictable, end quote. Now, London is the, the dateline on the Reuters news agency's story. Russian President Vladimir Putin said in an interview broadcast on Wednesday that he prefers Joe Biden to Donald Trump, but was willing to work with any U.S. president. Putin was asked by interviewer uh, Pavel Zorubin, Pavel Zorubin, uh, who was, quote, better for us, end quote, out of Biden, a Democrat, and Trump, a Republican, because Pavel is a you know, a bootlick uh, Soviet media person. We have a lot of Soviet media people in the United States, too. Uh, we call them the mainstream news media, the corporate media. Putin replied without hesitation, quote, Biden, he's more experienced, predictable person, a politician of the old school. That's understatement, isn't it? You think he's calling him old there? I think he's calling him old. You mean when you say the old school, you mean he's old? Biden, he's more experienced, comma, predictable person. That's what Putin said. And I've said this many times that, uh, you know, um, one of the great things about Trump is that he terrifies Putin and Xi Jinping and Kim Jong-un precisely because he's unpredictable and because the media in America has painted him to be so dangerous that uh, it's the media that has terrorized the world when it comes to Trump because of their their ridiculous lies. Mm-mm-mm. But we will work with any U.S. president who the American people have confidence in, he said. Mm-mm-mm. Sure. They love the Democrats. The Democrats are so close to being the Soviet Union that they know that they can work with them. Hey, uh, don't you think it's a good idea to make sure that your delicious Omaha Steak favorites are always on hand? With the all-new Omaha Steaks subscription program, it's the subscription program that puts you in control. And listen to this. This is really great. You choose the foods, you choose the quantities, and you choose the frequency with which they are delivered to you. Enroll today at omahasteaks.com plant. That's me, P-L-A-N-T-E. Why is there an E on the end? Nobody knows. And lock in an extra 10% off every subscription order. Plus, you get free Omaha Steak burgers on all recurring shipments. Listen to this. For life. And with every third shipment, they're going to send you a free gift valued at $19.99 or more. Going on vacation, need to skip a month, done, no problem. Change selections, pause the program, or cancel at any time. Listen, growing up in Chicago, I used to envy my neighbors getting Omaha Steaks delivered to their front doorstep. Now I get them delivered to my house. With Omaha Steaks, every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee. All you have to do is go to omahasteaks.com plenty. Go to omahasteaks.com plant. Lock in your price, plus... You're going to get that extra 10% off because you hang with me. Every subscription order. And get those free burgers for life. A minimum purchase and restrictions may apply. Visit omahasteaks.com slash plant 
to enroll today and subscribe to Perfection. Omaha Steaks, mmm, yes, sir. All right, yeah, so Putin, Putin and Biden are in bed together. They love each other. This is what the media would say if he said he preferred Trump, right? If he said he preferred, this would be big news, and it'd be really bad for Trump, but he prefers Biden, so it's good news for Biden and the Democrats. That's how big a lie our media is. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Ah, yes. Putin prefers Biden over Trump. More predictable, which is true. Again, if Putin said he preferred Trump, that would be a huge headline. CNN would be going wall to wall. They'd be calling people in, ordering up limousines to bring people in to talk about that, and they'd be outraged and pounding the table and say, see, I told you, right? Uh, But when he says he prefers Biden, then the people at CNN and ABC Fake News, they say, well, sure, of course, because, you know, George Stephanopoulos, George Stephanopoulos and Putin uh, probably agree on most things, don't you think? I think so. Amazing stuff. And uh, also, Joe Biden lashed out at special counsel, Robert Herr, for asking about his late son. But it turns out Joe Biden was the one that brought up his late son, I guess he didn't remember how that went because his brain, you know. Biden attacked her for asking him when Bo died. That didn't happen, is today's headline. Now, Vladimir Putin is a Biden voter. He has uh, made his view clear. He's pro-Biden. Putin's Russia pro-Biden. Of course, they did funnel money to the Biden family out of Russia. I guess Ukraine funneled more money to the Biden family. And the Chinese, of course, funneled millions of dollars to the Biden family, too. And all of this is fine in America today because the left is here and they have the news media and they're corrupt. George Soros, all that stuff. Now, let me get to Joe Biden. Because not only is Putin a Joe Biden voter, a Joe Biden supporter, a Joe Biden backer, uh, not only are Putin allies, have Putin allies sent money to the Biden family in the past, all of this is fine. There's no Russian collusion there. No Chinese collusion. No Ukrainian collusion. No, 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 no. Because our news media is that corrupt. Is that corrupt. Now, Joe Biden, in the Robert Hur report, you may recall, the Robert Hur report revealed that, uh, I mean, first before the Hur report, 
We saw Joe Biden confusing the French president, Macron, with a long-since-dead French president, Francois Mitterrand, right? And we saw Joe Biden confuse the German chancellor with, uh, with which German chancellor, Mike? Was it Hitler? Um, no, he confused the German uh, with Helmut Kohl, who was German chancellor during the Reagan years. And Joe Biden, his brain is so feeble and so broken that he said, oh, yeah, I met last year with the German chancellor, Helmut Kohl. No, dead for decades, not, not uh, chancellor for about four decades, but pay no attention to that. And he met with Francois Mitterrand, and he's got people saying, I see dead people. You know, because Joe Biden is talking to the dead people. They weren't really there. He confused them. He also couldn't remember Hamas, and a reporter had to jump in and prompt him and remind him, Hamas. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah. He called it the opposition. He called Hamas the opposition, you know? like we're playing a football game or something, a college football game. And the opposition, he said, was, well, he couldn't think of Hamas. A reporter prompted him. And then we learned from the Robert Hur special counsel report that when they were interviewing him over the course of two days, that he demonstrated his confusion for them. He didn't know when he became vice president of the United States, January 20th of 2009, is when he became vice president of the United States, the day that Barack Obama was inaugurated as president. Any child of six can tell you that. He didn't know when he stopped being vice president. Right? And, uh, and I know when he stopped being vice president, that was, you know, that was when Barack Obama left, and it, was, and it was the same day, January 20th. It's inauguration day every four years, uh, this time of 2017. I know that, and I wasn't vice president, and I'm not Joe Biden. And then the, uh, her report explained that he didn't know when his son Bo died, even though he talks about his son Bo's tragic death, uh, several times a week at least. And he likes to angrily attack people over it. And he said repeatedly he lost his son in Iraq. He didn't lose his son in Iraq. His son was a lawyer in Iraq for a short period of time. He had been the attorney general of the state of Delaware. He came home and years later died of a brain tumor, which Joe Biden says somehow was caused by burn pits in Iraq. No reason to believe that Hunter Biden, uh, excuse me, that Bo Biden ever saw a burn pit in Iraq, but, but none of that matters. Right? And then Jill Biden lashed out at Robert Hur, and the Biden White House lashed out at Robert Hur, and Joe Biden himself lashed out at Robert Hur and his report in particular over the Bo Biden moment, the Bo Biden episode. And the stories were everywhere that, oh, that terrible Robert Hur is using the death of Joe Biden's son and you know, Bo and, and using it as a political weapon against him. None of that was true, of course, not even remotely true. Vanity Fair is a propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. They have a terrible story. Jill Biden, who's not a doctor, Jill Biden's email blasting the special counsel report raised a ton of money for Joe, colon, report. Now, wait a minute. Her fake indignation was really a fundraising letter? Is that you guys are really such pimps that, uh, that that's what you're doing? The first lady went after Robert Hur for his claim 
that the president couldn't remember exactly when his son died. And they type on behalf of the left-wing Democrat Party. One of the most bizarre subplots of the 2024 presidential race is that being charged with dozens of felonies has helped Donald Trump raise money off of being an accused criminal, uh, falsely accused with a lynch mob, your gang of lynch mobs across the country. The Democrat Party is the party of lynching black people from trees, it should be reminded, every day. Joe Biden, meanwhile, has zero indictments to his name, but he should have a whole bunch of them. He should be in handcuffs being frog-marched for all the money, the millions he took from overseas interests that are anti-American. And while that should be a good thing, it doesn't exactly get the people revved up like the all-caps subject. They're taking my freedom. Now, they're just, they, they, this is, they're trying to talk about Jill Biden, but they have to spend paragraphs attacking Donald Trump because of their mental illnesses and their gender dysphoria, which is another thing. But they've got Dr. Jill Biden, who's not a doctor, to give the guy, uh, uh, Robert Herr, a piece of her mind, right? The Robert Herr report said that, you know, Joe Biden is an elderly man with a poor memory and no jury would convict him, and Robert Herr shouldn't have concluded that. That's not his lane, not his business. But she attacked Robert Herr, saying that uh, the very claim that his memory has problems is inaccurate. So she started out with a lie because she's a liar, a lion Sacagawea, see? And she called that clearly personal political attacks, nothing of the kind, getting him out of being charged with crimes. Otherwise, Vanity Fair, he would have been charged with crimes by Robert Hur and the special counsel for all of his illegal stolen classified documents, including sources and methods that he left in garages and office buildings that he shared with Chinese interests, by the way, and above a steakhouse, Charlie Palmer Steakhouse on Capitol Hill. I don't know what this special counsel was trying to achieve, said Dr. Jill Biden. We should give everyone grace. Yeah, sure, like Trump. And I can't imagine someone would try to use our son's death her adopted son, not her biological son, to score political points if you've experienced a loss like that. Now, what are we, we're not, we're talking about your memory, not your personal loss from years ago. You know that you don't measure it in years. Well, you measure years in years, though. That's the measure we use for years. We measure them as years. You measure them in grief. Now, again, we're playing the victim here. May 30th is a day forever etched in our hearts, she said. And it shatters me. It shatters our family. Now, and she's attacking the special counsel, Robert Herr. Amazing. They uh, then talked to a campaign manager. The special counsel is going to use the first lady's dead son as a political weapon, stepson. She's going to have something to say about it. And so she did. And she's lashing out, right? But it's all fake. It turns out that it's all fake. It's all a big lie. And even NBC fake news had to do a story on it because it was handed to them by somebody. Biden attacked her for asking him when Bo died. That didn't happen, sources say. The president raised his son's death after being asked about it. His workflow at a Virginia rental home where he said he found classified materials, two sources said, where he said he found, hey, what are these classified materials doing here? With sources and message. So NBC, Ken Delanian, who's a left-wing radical extremist, party 
uh, just uh, just a complete bootlick for the party Kendallanian, the Democrat Party, the left. President Joe Biden lashed out at Robert Hur last week over one particular line in the special counsel's report on his handling of classified documents that Biden, quote, did not remember even within several years when his son Bo died. How the hell dare he raise that, Biden told reporters in an impromptu White House press conference. Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. I think we have the audio of that. Let's go. Let's go to uh, this because Joe Biden, number 16, Joe Biden last week um, had his panties in a real wedge because some truth started coming out and they hate the truth. I know there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. Didn't remember. Now he fades off. How the hell dare he raise that? How the hell dare he? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from Our Lady of... Our Lady of someplace, he can't remember where. Our Lady's drifting. Every Memorial Day, we hold a service remembering him. That's uh, for uh, uh, troops killed in uh, combat. Um, and he said, when I was asked the question, and that's what he like, oh, how the hell dare you? Uh, well, it turns out he wasn't asked the question. And so he either failed to remember what transpired in the interview, but he's lashing out angrily and playing the victim. And, and uh, when I was asked the question, he said, well, he wasn't asked the question. How the hell dare he, the special counsel? Biden, NBC fake news and bootlick Candelanian types. Biden raised his son's death after being asked about his workflow at a Virginia rental home from 2016 to 2018. How many homes does this guy have? The sources said, when a ghostwriter was helping him write a memoir about losing Bo to brain cancer, the entire memoir is about losing Bo to brain cancer, in 2015, investigators had a 2017 record showing that Biden had told the ghostwriter that he found classified stuff at that home. And the ghostwriter destroyed all that, by the way wiped out uh, all the recordings, and he's not in trouble because he's not a Republican. See, if he were in trouble, he'd be destroying evidence in a special counsel investigation. Hillary Clinton destroyed 33,000 emails, ordered somebody else to do it with bleach pit, that were under subpoena by the Congress, and that's no big deal. Now let's go to uh, last night on NBC Fake News, where Peter Alexander was reporting the fake news story, and trying to smooth it out as much as they could for their party and their president, the Democrat Party and Joe Biden. President Biden became heated, you'll remember, responding to the special counsel's assertion that he could not remember within several years when his son Bo died. Last week, the president criticized her for asking him about it. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. But tonight, NBC News has learned that her never asked that question, according to two people familiar with the interview last fall. They say it was the president, not her or his team, who first introduced Bo Biden's death. The sources say the president got the date, May 30th, correct, but not the year. So the uh, special counsel, Robert Hur, uh, correctly and accurately uh, uh, reproduced what happened there. And Joe Biden 
lied about it, or he can't remember because he has no memory and his brain is broken. And it's tragic and it's sad because he's the president of the United States. Even the left-wing radicals at left-wing mediaite, Isaac Shore, had to type, Biden lashed out at special counsel for asking about his late son, but he was the one who brought him up. Now, that's uh, honestly, that is just another uh, demonstration, another example of the fact that Joe Biden is not up to the task of being president. He uh, honestly, I, uh, I don't know what to tell you. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to a telephone. We, just, we don't have any more. We don't have any more on that, right? That's so. Uh, we do have Chris Matthews. He's uh, <sighs> Chris Matthews, NBC uh, fake journalist, uh, Democrat Party frontman, uh, former Democrat Party Capitol Hill staffer, like so many of them. It's the path to success in television journalism. Get a job with the Democrat Party. And Chris, he was once an altar boy at a mental institution in Philadelphia, or so he thinks. Chris Matthews yesterday on MSDNC uh, being confused himself. You know, if I were in the back room with him, I'd, 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 I'd make him feel better about himself. I'd just be just nice to him and encouraging. That's one thing that staffers should do. Encourage the guy. Carry Encourage on. him when he does something real, really well. He's had a good couple of days, I think. I believe the last couple of days have been good. He's had a good couple of days. That's uh, Chris Matthews. Yeah, it's been real good. The, the Her report came out and uh, showed that his brain doesn't work and he can't remember stuff. And and uh, that's, no, a good, and, but on MSDNC, if you get your fake news there, you think that Joe Biden's had a good couple of days. He's had the worst days of his presidency. I said last Thursday, Friday, that that was the end of Joe Biden's presidency, and I stand by that. Now, he hasn't fallen over yet, again, yet. But uh, the Her Report, the revelations of the Her Report... The end of his presidency, one way or the other. And, uh, you know, if you're not up to facing charges of stealing and holding classified documents illegally for years because your brain is broken and no jury would convict you because they'd feel so sorry for you and your brain, then uh, you're in no position to be president of the United States. But life is different for Democrats because of a corrupt media. Think of Iraq because that's where my son died. The uh, because he died. Yes, and uh, Jill Biden is not Bo Biden's mother, and Joe Biden doesn't know how many grandchildren he has. Half the time, he doesn't know how many children he has. I've been sharing this stuff with you for quite some time now. Speaking of uh, the Democrats and their love of jihad, like Rashida Tlaib, who loves the rape and kidnap of Jewish women, and uh, in some cases men too, by Hamas, because she is pro-radical Islamic terrorism. And, you know, Iran is behind uh, funding and arming and and inspiring Hamas and uh, Hezbollah, Hezbollah firing at uh, Israel yesterday because I think they might be anti-Semites too. And we've got the Houthis in Yemen. Iran is behind that. 
We know that Joe Biden has given Iran billions of dollars, $6 billion for five hostages. We don't uh, uh, negotiate for hostages and we don't pay for hostages, but Joe Biden does. And the New York Times and CNN and ABC approved of that. That's good. Well, Iran is in the news again today. Listen to this. Iran declares Antarctica to be its property. Iran has now claimed that they own Antarctica and they plan on setting up military bases there, at least building a naval base in the short term is their goal. We should let them build it and then sink every ship they have when they're down there. That'll make for good reefs, you know, for the for the seals and the whales and, and all that stuff. That'll be good. Their navy, and if you scuba dive in cold water, it'll be good to scuba dive around the, the old Iranian navy at the bottom of the Antarctic Ocean. My best girl and I, we went to Antarctica last year. It's very nice. Um, but the penguins aren't as tasty as I had hoped. I... Uh, They taste a little funny. Never mind that. Iran claims property rights. I'm not joking. This is real. Iran claims property rights to Antarctica, plans to build naval base. And the Hindustan Times is on the job. The Washington Post is not. Iran claims Antarctica, U.S. State Department, responds to safety challenge against global treaty. Joe Biden should send them money, I think. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.